Today's episode is brought to you by Catholic Match. Are you feeling called to marriage but struggling to meet others who are striving for sainthood? Well, my friends, there is a solution for you. Welcome to Catholic Match, the largest faith-focused dating app designed for single Catholics. Unlike other dating sites, Catholic Match primarily strives to help singles connect for the purpose of sacramental marriage through direct message, video chat, and more. And not only that, it also provides a place to make new friends in the faith because, let's be honest, these days it's harder than ever to cultivate intimate Catholic community. Create your Catholic love story. Visit catholicmatch.com slash good to create your free Catholic Match account and start meeting fellow-minded Catholics today. Welcome to Scripture Seeds, a time to get into God's Word together, to share what it is that He's placing on my heart in hopes that it inspires you to let Him speak to yours. I am no theologian, biblical expert, or historian. I'm simply here to share what it is that I'm hearing from the Lord in my own prayer time in hopes that it may move your heart in some way or even inspire you to do the same. So let's get started. Luke chapter 4, verses 16 through 30. He came to Nazareth where he had grown up and went according to his custom into the synagogue on the Sabbath day. He stood up to read and was handed a scroll of the prophet Isaiah. He unrolled the scroll and found the passage where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to bring glad tidings to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim liberty to captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to let the oppressed go free, and to proclaim a year acceptable to the Lord. Rolling up the scroll, he handed it back to the attendant and sat down, and the eyes of all in the synagogue looked intently at him. He said to them, Today, this scripture passage is fulfilled in your hearing. And all spoke highly of him and were amazed at the gracious words that came from his mouth. They also asked, isn't this the son of Joseph? He said to them, surely you will quote me this proverb, physician, cure yourself and say, do here in your native place the things that we heard were done in Capernaum. And he said, Amen, I say to you, no prophet is accepted in his own native place. Indeed, I tell you, there were many widows in Israel in the days of Elijah when the sky was closed for three and a half years and a severe famine spread over the entire land. It was to none of these that Elijah was sent, but only to a widow in Zarephath in the land of Sidon. Again, There were many leopards in Israel during the time of Elijah, the prophet, yet not one of them was cleansed, but only Naaman, the Syrian. When the people in the synagogue heard this, they were all filled with fury. They rose up, drove him out of the town, and led him to the brow of the hill on which their town had been built to hurl him down headlong but he passed through the midst of them and went away. Friends, wow, this is such a um, such a moving piece of scripture. 
you know, there's some scripture, there's a lot of scripture, uh, especially in the gospels, um, but all throughout the Bible that are these scenes that really are from like a movie, you know, they're so dramatic. Um, and they take your breath away, honestly. And I feel like this is one of those scenes I could just totally picture, you know, you, you just get transported into that um, moment with Jesus reading from Isaiah and basically saying, yeah, this is in your hearing this, you know, this is happening right now. It's been fulfilled. It's just, it gives you goosebumps and it's, it's so cool and awesome. But when I started praying about it um, with the Lord, I just felt like he was showing me something new, uh, like so often the case. Um, when you really enter into prayer with the Lord with maybe a scripture you've heard before, but um, every single time you go back to it, the Lord wants to show you something new. Um, and so, yeah, when I was, when I was in this, uh, prayer with him um, over these scripture verses. What jumped out to me was just how quickly the people go from praising him, right? It says like they're in awe of what he's saying and um, they're praising him to literally trying to destroy him like in a couple verses. Um, and wow, isn't that just... Isn't that just such a reflection of of us, right? Like our own our own disposition toward the Lord, our own hearts, um, our own journey and walk with Him. How I feel like we can go from being so um, in awe, in awe of Him, and then go from denying Him, then go to denying Him, um, and. It, it it really, I felt like he was inviting me to look into uh, why. <laughs> what is it that makes these people go from praising him to trying to get rid of him, literally trying to kill him? Um, and what was revealed to me in, again, reading through it, um, I realized that it is when the Lord um, reveals their hearts to themselves, um, that the people become filled with fury. And so the Lord is just simply stating what is going to happen. Uh, basically saying that a prophet is never accepted in his own native land. So he's, he's, um, telling them, you know, that you're not going to accept me. And, it is in revealing this, this part, um, this hardness of their own hearts that they respond in fury and actually try to erase him or destroy him from their own lives. And just a minute ago, they were praising him. Um, and and I, I thought it was really interesting too how they it's introduced by it says, they also asked, so they all spoke highly of him and were amazed at the gracious words coming from his mouth. They also asked, isn't this the son of Joseph? And that really struck me too, because it, it's a doubt. Um, there's a little bit of doubt there. Wait a minute, isn't this the son of Joseph? And that is what spurs the Lord to respond um, the way he does 
by saying, um, surely you will quote me this proverb, physician, cure yourself and do here in your native place the things we heard done somewhere else. Amen, I say to you, no prophet is accepted in his own native place. And so it is by this doubt that the Lord then responds by revealing deeper things about their own hearts um, and how they would come to reject him. And in revealing this, the people respond with fury and they actually, they rise up and drive him out of town, lead him to the brow of the hill on which their town had been built to hurl him down headlong. And um, yeah, it just made me really start to think about um, the places in my own heart, like where do we praise him? Where are we in awe of him? Where do we curse him? And where do we try to destroy him? And when we invite the Lord in, and maybe he reveals a part of our heart that is ugly or that is hardened or that, um, you know, maybe he's revealing a, a place we need to grow. Maybe he's revealing our pride or our gossiping or, um, you know, our jealousy or whatever it might be, some ugliness of heart that he reveals to us by asking questions and by being in relationship with him. Do we respond with um, recoiling and rejecting him? Or do we respond by asking more questions and going deeper and repenting? It just, it got me really thinking about how this crowd, you know, the way they respond is with rage and fury and trying to erase him uh, or destroy him. But maybe, you know, what they could have done is respond by going deeper. You know, the Lord was revealing something so profound and going into the scriptures to reveal this to them deeper. Um, and instead of responding by, you know, wow, that's an incredible insight. <laughs> How do we avoid rejecting you, Lord? Heal me. Help me not to reject you. Help us not to deny you in your own town. Instead of saying that, um, they reject him flat out and try to destroy him altogether. And maybe, maybe that is how we can respond sometimes. Um, maybe when we realize that we're doing something that would be against what the Lord wishes for us and our, our lives or, and the lives of those around us, um, maybe we try to just erase him altogether from our life you know, to justify what we're doing. Maybe we don't want to change. And so instead we respond with fury toward God or toward others um, rather than pressing deeper and asking the Lord, oh, Lord, help me, you know, have mercy on me, help me repenting and asking for healing in that area that he's revealing in our hearts. That is, that is the kind of response that leads to more growth. Um, I just think it's interesting. Like that question, isn't this the son of Joseph, is what 
prompts the Lord to reveal more of their own hearts. And it was really an invitation to go deeper into more healing. But instead they reject it and they get angry that he's pointed out something that they don't want to hear. And so their response is to try to just, you know, make it so that he no longer exists. I don't know. I just just think it's really a profound thing to think about and to reflect on in our own lives. You know, where do we respond? Maybe when something has become apparent that what we're doing is maybe not what the Lord wishes of us or asks of us, and we know it's hurting ourselves and others, um, rather than responding in avoidance or trying to pretend like God isn't there, uh, do we run to him in the sacraments, you know, in confession? Do we get that healing, the grace to be able to um, not respond in that way anymore and to open our hearts to love, love himself, to grow in that love um, and to humble ourselves to say, you know, Lord, you're right. You're revealing this about my own life and my own heart and my own habits. How can I be better? Give me the strength. Give me the grace to be better. And he's given us this gift in the sacrament of reconciliation or confession. When we go there, we receive real grace that strengthens us so that we don't make the same faults and mistakes again. And even if we fall multiple times in that same area, we know that the grace that we're receiving each time we go is helping us to battle and root the sin out of our lives. So let's turn to the Lord in the face of him revealing something about our hearts, a place or an area that we reject him or that we will reject him, a place or an area that we refuse to to grow in or to change. And rather than responding by shutting the door to the Lord and attempting to throw him down the very hill on which we were made, uh, like they do lead him to the brow of the hill on which their town had been built to hurl him down headlong, let's instead invite him in deeper and ask him to reveal even more of our hearts so that we can repent and go deeper in relationship with the Lord. With all that said, I am so excited to share with you guys a huge update, an exciting thing that is happening this month. So um, by chance, I met these beautiful, amazing Catholic ladies who run the Fuel Your Soul podcast. They reached out to me recently you know, seemingly out of the blue. Little do they know about everything that's been going on over here, about um, expanding the show and wanting to go into new avenues. You know, unbeknownst to them, they have no idea that any of this is going on. They reach out to me to be a guest on their show, which I was. So everyone should go check out Fuel Your Soul podcast with Tay and Kay. They are just awesome ladies um, growing in their faith and they want to bring other young women along with them or any 
any age women along with them. Um, but just to dive deeper into these topics about the faith and uh, it's so beautiful, their their mission and their calling that they're living out. Um, but so we got together for the episode and they were so sweet. They said that they actually love to listen to scripture seeds on to grow good. And um, they were just so sweet explaining how they've never really encountered someone who opens up the scripture like I have been on the podcast and it's really made them come alive and made them excited to want to dive further into scripture. And so they asked if I would be interested in putting on an actual scripture seeds night where you can sign up. It's going to be like a Zoom sign up. So you just, you can sign up. Um, it'll be a Zoom call, but you can sign up um, at the link in my bio and on Instagram. Um, you can also sign up. I'm going to put the link in today's episode description. So you can just scroll on down and you'll see it right there. The link to sign up um, for this Scripture Seeds Night. It's happening on June 30th at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. And it's going to be co-hosted by both me and the Fuel Your Soul ladies. Um, we're taking signups all the way up until uh, the event. So I just cannot wait to take scripture seeds and actually do it with other Catholic women. So if you are listening to this and you've been loving these scripture seeds, or maybe, I don't know, even if you haven't, <laughs> but you've been having this draw to want to get into scripture um, and encounter the Lord, this is the perfect place to do it. Um, we're basically going to be taking what I usually do with scripture seeds, um, but doing it as a group and then walking through how to how to do it yourself and how to get into scripture. So whether it it's something that you do often or whether it's something that you've never done before and you know, reading or picking up your Bible is kind of intimidating. This is the perfect night for you. Um, we're going to encounter each other, encounter the Lord, let him lead us, um, let him reveal his word to us in deeper ways where we are today. So if this is something that interests you, uh, scroll on down in today's episode description and click the link. You can sign up. Um, and we can't wait. It's going to be so fun. Well, I'm also going to be taking questions on both of our channels. We're going to be taking questions on Instagram. Um, so please send us some questions that you want us to cover during that night, especially about personal prayer, scripture, life with the Lord. Um, please send those questions in. We're going to be putting up a spot to do that on Instagram. And then you can also always email me any questions that you want us to cover at to grow good podcast at gmail.com. And isn't it just so crazy? This is one of the ways that the Lord is so obviously working to uh, confirm that call that there is more um, for it to grow good. There's more for this. And I cannot wait to start encountering you ladies um, virtually. I mean, how much fun is that going to be? And uh, Tay and Kay are so much fun too. It's going to be a great night. So no matter what your age is, no matter what your experience is with scripture, with prayer, no matter what level you're at or what you've experienced in life, please feel free to sign up um, at the link in bio on Instagram. 
uh, at to grow good or just scroll on down and sign up right there. I cannot wait to meet you in person, virtually, over video, um, and dive into scripture together. Let's do it. That is all I have today, friends. I, I hope this makes you think, makes you enter maybe into prayer with the Lord in your own life uh, for him to reveal those areas of your heart that maybe we're responding with this fury or this resistance rather than an, a humble openness to the Lord's healing. Um, okay, I'll see you next week. Do you believe in the power of conversion stories? Has this show moved you in some way? Join the Branches of the Vine community of supporters. You will be making this show happen and you'll be helping it grow and expand into new avenues to reach even more souls. Visit togrowgood.com slash support to join for as little as $3 a month. This link is also a live link in today's episode description. If you just scroll down, you'll be able to click right there to join us. As a gift back to you, you will gain access to an underground bonus podcast. That's right, a collection of monthly episodes on a series of different topics that stir my heart, in addition to behind-the-scenes updates on where he's leading this ministry and more. You are the light of the world. Thank you so much for supporting me in this mission and stepping out on the water to wherever he calls me next. Let's see where this goes.